the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Oh, I have Tina Braden again. I don't know if you missed yesterday, but you have to go back and listen to the previous episode because it was so powerful. We talked about her her story and growing in the Lord. Five Bibles. (laughs) That's a lot of word of God, but you can't get enough, can you? No. There's never too much of the word of God. And so what a powerful episode. But today I wanted to talk about family a little bit, your kids, your grandkids, your, you have a wonderful husband, Mark. Uh, I really admire him, appreciate him so much. Tell us, a, what do you want to talk about with all of that? Help us, help us in our marriages. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple things I always think about when I think about Mark was we had a wonderful pastor who really, you know, coached us and talked with us and and was right there with us oh nice. and that was that was really important and he would also even invite us to like marriage encounter weekends so that was always you know he wanted to make sure marriages last um mark and i was um you know constantly in the church and we were growing and he our pastor was very adamant about you know once a month no matter what date your oh, husband good date each other even if it's sharing a milkshake at mcdonald's and we did that we we did and it really made it um it's so important in our lives to realize to take that time out for each other and our kids saw it because in we said you know if mom and dad love each other you know that we're going to love you we're going to be mm. committed to you because we're committed to each other and sometimes the kids would say, you know, different things. And I say, no, I'm married to him. I'm not married to you. You're going to grow up and leave me. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and so, I, you know, Mark and I were intentional. And and each each year we try and do something special oh. for each other. And um, we don't buy gifts for each other anymore because we do events with each other. And we really like that. You know, we'll, we'll plan out an event to go do and um, it's been a lot of fun and mm-hmm. um weird um we just i don't i can we take time to mm-hmm. know each other and that's what's helpful and the other thing too was like when i was growing i mean when i was growing up i never really saw mom and dad do things you know for each other and so we tried we tried to do that and mm-hmm. So sometimes he'll come home with a candy bar, my favorite candy bar. And I love that because, you know, there was nothing I had to do to get it. Or I'll get it um, when I was at work. I would get some flowers. He would send that. And his favorite meal, I would fix his favorite meal. Or clean the garage. My goodness. That's, that's awesome that's a love labor him. of love right there <laughs> you clean the garage wow I, yes. and <sighs> so i you know because we wanted to show each other that mm-hmm. and um it's been a lot of fun yeah i mean like a milkshake isn't expensive no but sometimes the events are 
right? So yes. you so but that you you do that in lieu of gifts. I think that's smart. So you're creating memories together. Yes. Yes. Are these like little trips or like going to a play or what? what is an event? Um, most of the time it's just like um, we'll go, we'll find some place that we want to go visit and we'll spend the night there and then we'll take walks or we'll go out to eat or, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, just little things. It's nothing important in, you know, in the mm-hmm. scheme of things, yeah. but it is you know, special for each other and it doesn't have to be expensive. Yeah. And um, like one time, we just simply went up to the um, Cuyahoga Railway and Uh just rode the train. That's good. I I mean, it was so simple, but it was so much fun. So you've been married, is it 42 years? Yes. 42 years, five kids. Yes. How many grandkids? Um, We have eight that are alive. Wow. Four girls, four boys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, perfect. (laughs) That just sounds really awesome. And you do some babysitting. Yes, I do. Uh Uh-huh. How how did, you know, when you had these kids growing up, did you still take the time to date? We did. We we tried real Amazing. hard. That's um, awesome. And usually those were real simple things because yeah. we had no money. Right. And money or time, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm. But, you know, the other thing, too, was we made, you know, when the kids were in bed, we would spend 15 minutes talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We wanted to know what was happening with each other. Oh, and we weren't right. always real good about that, but we knew we needed to take that time. And the other thing was we tried, you know, I I was terrible in um, listening to Mark. It took a long time for me to allow him to be the leader of my home, our home. And God had to work on my heart about being a wife that, follows the leadership of God because this is how God says it and ultimately it I answer to God mm-hmm. and so when I finally recognized that and said that to Mark and to the kids it was a learning process and it took a long time because I'd been you know taking that headstrong going right ahead <laughs> yeah, sure. and and stuff but God was really softening my heart and once I started backing off and uh, asking Mark what did he want to do then he could step into that role of being the leader of the family mm-hmm. and that really made a difference in how God blessed us more because I was doing what God asked me to do I think that's so good. I had a friend once who got really sick and I asked her, what did you learn during that sickness? And she said, I learned to respect my husband. And she said, God told me this is what you're to learn. It's so important. And I mean, don't you think the children watch? Do they respect him more when you respected him more? I hope so. Mm -hmm. Um, I was probably too focused on myself in that time, but I did want them to learn that because I said, you know, that the family unit works better when you follow it God's way. Well, this is such an important lesson. I mean, what does that look like? Is it an attitude? Is, is it a, the, the, your, your, the way you don't roll your eyes? Or, or is it actually sometimes following, I don't really want to do that, but I will? Or what um, does that look like? And that's being honest, too, mm-hmm. because there would be times we would talk it out and I'd say, I don't like it, I, you know, but we will do this. Mm-hmm. And I would more than anything needed to be respectful 
And if I rolled my eyes, I needed to apologize <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. And there would be times that I would have to come and apologize. And there was also times that Mark even came and apologized to me and said, you know, you were right in this, but I had allowed him to go ahead and take the role. And, you know, God can't speak to a husband's heart if the wife gets in the way. That's and right. that was what was going on. God wanted to do things in Mark's life, but because I was doing it all or getting in the way, God couldn't work on Mark's heart like he needed to. Mm -hmm. And once I started stepping back and allowing that, then God was using Mark and Mark started growing. You know, when Mark said to me, we're going to change churches, I, you know, here I am. I'm a Bible study leader. I'm a mentor Mm -hmm. program. I'm, you know, doing the prayer team. I'm doing, you know, I was doing this, 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 and this. And I had to say goodbye to all that and go oh, to a so church hard. that I didn't have anything I was doing. But this, when I said, okay, you find the church. And he found the church. Mm. And it took three years for me to even say, okay, I think I can do something. Yeah. You know, because I was asking God to do what he needed to in Mark's life. And, and then Mark just started growing because I wasn't taking him by the hand and dragging him everywhere. Mm. He was actually being allowed to, he was allowing God to take him by the hand and grow him. And to me, that was amazing. And I had, you know, the other part that was really hard for me was to um, stop leading Bible studies because he felt like I was, pushing it down his throat and I didn't know that and because of that honesty and my stepping back then I realized you know God wanted to work in his life in a way that I was getting in the way of what a powerful story I mean he became the spiritual leader of the home and the and the regular leader you know leader helper isn't that the way God wants our roles to be and it doesn't mean that you never get to make a decision or don't get to have input and all those wonderful things Uh, but he he became the leader and he's such a great leader, <laughs> such a kind, wonderful, yes, wonderful is. guy. And, you know, there was no reason why I should have ever thought that he wouldn't be. He is. Mm-hmm. And he, he really does res- respect my opinion. Sure. And that is what, you know, was amazing to me. And I think part of it was I was just projecting onto him some of the things I'd seen growing up. And thinking that he wouldn't allow me, but he does. Oh, that's so powerful. You know, you're you're a team and you have a captain. Yes. <laughs> that's such a great model. God designed everything really well, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing that story. I know it's helpful to so many women today. I hope that encourages you. That was Tina Braden, a dear friend from the church next door. Wow, I hope that encourages you. Go out and hug your husband's neck today <laughs> and show him the respect. Have that teamwork. It will make the dream work. (laughs) I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. If you want to hear our previous episode, I want you to hear Tina's story. Go to jennifer-jackson.org so you can pick up the first part of her story and stay with us because we're going to have one more conversation. There's so much to talk about. I hope that you are growing in the Lord. It's so rich. There's so much to learn. There's so much to do for him and with him. So keep going. You have been listening to Simply for Women.
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.